Hi, friends. I'm Olivia. I'm Rod. And you're listening to Just One More Thing from Sunrise Church. Welcome to a special episode of Just One More Thing. We are doing a special series on Bible study methods. And in today's episode, we are covering the first step, which is observation. Okay, before we actually get to observation, what, in your opinion, is the major pitfall or trap that people fall into when they approach studying the Bible? I think people are intimidated by the sheer volume of the Bible. It's, they, they pick it up and they compare it to war and peace, some humongous volume, and they think, how am I going to learn this whole thing? And I think they need to understand it's not one book, it is many books. It's 66 books. And by understanding that as being 66 books, then they can choose a book. But I'll go one step further than that and say, I think a big mistake people make is they just choose too big a section of a book. So I always recommend people begin reading the Gospel of John and read that over and over again. And and I think people say, okay, I've read that, I've got that, let me move on. Uh, some of the best advice I can give people is to pick a book, and your pastor or, or a friend uh, can help you with picking which book would be interesting to you or appropriate to you, and then read that book over and over and over again, because you will be amazed at how many times God brings something up in your life, and you'll reach back and, and you'll you'll use that passage. In fact, I oftentimes tell people, just start with one chapter and read that one chapter over and over again every day for, I mean, you could read it a month. And by the techniques that we're going to give people, they'll be able to pick out something and they'll be able to learn something by reading that over and over again. So that's the major pitfall, I think, is being intimidated, not starting, and picking way too big of a section. So to avoid all that, we start off with observation. That is the first step in hermeneutics or Bible study methods. So what is observation? Why is it important? How do we do it well? Well, just seeing what's there, seeing what's there in the English text, seeing what's there. And it's really as simple as that. And as simple as it is, it's hard to implement because you want to go forward. You want to go to the next step and you say, oh, I know what's there. But most of the time we don't. And some of my best insights into my own life, into a passage, has been seeing something that's there that the commentators missed. And, you know, it only takes a word or phrase because so oftentimes we come to the text wanting it to say something. We want it to say something that will back us up. So when we observe it, we observe things like this. Who's the writer? Start off, who, who wrote this book? Was it one of the apostles? And then linked to that was, who was the original readers? Where were they? Were, were they in Jerusalem? Were they inundated with Jewish thought? Or were they, you know, in a, in a uh, Greek city or Roman city? Is it Old Testament or New Testament? So looking at who the letter was written to. You also observe, does he use a phrase or a word over and over again? If he does, that's his way to signal you, hey, listen, this is important. I think the point of view, 
is the point of view of the story that's going on. Is the action happening to the writer himself, or is this someone outside? Is he observing the action that's going on? Uh, observing what type of literature. The Bible is, because it's so many different books, it's made up of poetry, it's made up of narrative, story, epistles, apocalyptic literature, and understanding the forms of that literature go a long way in helping us get the meaning that the original author wanted us to, to get. I think one of the best ways that we can help people understand what observation is in a practical sense is to have them do it. So if you would like to do the exact same assignment that my dad and I were given in seminary, look at Acts 1-8, only Acts 1-8, and take just that passage, make 25 observations, and then as soon as you find 25, do it again. And do it again, because <laughs> that's what seminary teaches you to do. So if you want to do observation in a practical way, pick a passage, make 25 observations just from that text alone. So they want you to really sit there and observe what's going on. And uh, that is makes a huge difference. If you don't know what you're dealing with, if you don't know the players, uh, uh, how can you ever interpret? So selection, what you're going to study, it would be the first step. But observation is the, the very early step. And, and Dr. Hendricks used to tell us this, the more time you spend here, the more accurate your results will be in the next step because you know what you're dealing with. And I've tried to do that in my sermons. I try to point out the pronouns, you know, in that last sermon a few weeks ago. And I often will tell people, here's the way you typically hear this passage read. And then I'll ask the audience, but does that, is that what it says? And this is in the English Bible. You know, the dirty little secret is this. Once you learn this methodology at Dallas Seminary, you end up going through it in English, then you end up going through it in Greek, and then you end up going through it in Hebrew. It's the same methodology all the way through your seminary education. We've covered observation, and you said that the more time we spend in this, the next step will be easier for us. And in the next episode, we will cover that next step, which is interpretation. Thanks for listening to part one of our series on Bible study methods, part of Just One More Thing from Sunrise Church.